0: everybody, and welcome back to the Matt Madness Wrestling Podcast. This is a very special interview of Unsanctioned. Obviously, I am not your usual host, Ron Pashery. I am Josh Prepaguina, a.k.a. Preptagon Jr. And I got a good friend of mine on the podcast. Actually, not much of a friend. This is literally the first time I'm talking to him, but I'm really excited to have him. He goes by the name Anthony Cortez Hayes. I like to call him A-C-H. How are you, Anthony?
1: doing great man doing great it's funny that you said ach because i remember being very upset when ach was around i mean he's still around but i was very upset about it
0: no yeah for sure i thought that was funny i i told somebody that i was going to interview you and i used your full name and they were like yeah i know that's is is that ach's real name because we're having him on the podcast later this month and i'm like oh no this is the guy you know he does the videos (laughs)
1: Dude, it's so, dude, I was, man, I was crushed, because I remember when he came on the scene, like, he broke in, I think, to, like, Beyond, because he was, like, a Texas guy or whatever, and he broke into Beyond and whatnot, and I remember just being, like, oh, no, oh, no, like, how are we running the same name right now?
0: No, yeah, for sure. So, it's funny that you bring up Beyond. Um, Beyond Wrestling, huge, back in the day on YouTube... How is that like something that you used to follow before and continue to follow or how did that work?
1: Oh, dude? Yeah, um Beyond's cool, man. I just talked to drew the other day Uh, I really I don't know. I really like I like more of the internet scene with like independence and stuff more than I care For the current WWE product and stuff of that nature Oh, okay, that's that's what's up. So Are you hold on? Are you more of an internet guy, or or like, are you more of an independent, or do you follow like more of like the WWE and what's going on there?
0: So me personally, I consume as much wrestling as I can. So if I hear that something's good, I'll openly seek it out, and you know, if it's good, I'll agree it's good, and I'll continue to follow it. But um, the majority right now, you know, I watch WWE. I really like New Japan. ROH is cool to an extent but I can't really follow their weekly show
1: to an extent man come on (laughs) come on man so
0: so obviously you have an extensive knowledge of wrestling so I'm gonna go into my first question what made you fall in love with pro wrestling
1: dude i think this is uh everyone's answer but like the attitude era because i'm i'm only 26 so i grew up around like the like the stone cold steve austin and the rock and like i don't have like the biggest memory of like actually experiencing like the 1999s and whatnot but i remember the early 2000s to me was so crazy with wrestling when like smackdown first aired and dude oh man i used to love that stuff man i loved it
0: oh yeah so okay you said the rock and stone cold if you had to pick one which one is it because i was more of a rock guy
1: dude hands down the rock
0: okay hands
1: down the rock i mean i man there's no comparison man
0: oh wow so you're you're really into it see I, i look back at it and i'm like i really like both of the guys But Rock was clearly the one that really latched on to me. Like, now everybody's more of like, oh, yeah, I love Stone Cold, Flipping the Bird and all this. But, like, for me, it was really The Rock with the promos and the character work and all the funny stuff that he did in the ring that really captivated me.
1: Yeah, and that was uh, one thing that I really did like about it was that The Rock was – he was so big, not like how his popularity, but like his character was so big. He was so over the top. Like, man, he was, he was something else. Like he had, like, he was destined to go into movies, man. Like it's insane how big that he, he eventually passed wrestling. Come on.
0: I, I totally agree. I still love the rock to this day. When he shows up, a lot of people get upset and they're like kind of bummed, but the dude still pops the crowd he comes out. You have no choice but to get on your feet to that music.
1: Yo, and it's funny that you say that. Um, I have a very weird perception now of that kind of stuff. Like, I remember a while ago, like a couple years ago, I'd be real upset. Like, you know when CM Punk said, oh, all these part-timers. Like, I used to be like, yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> heck, I hate part-timers. That's As so most of us did. <laughs> dude, but now – like being on the other side of the fence i'm like dude what are you taught like this is a business like obviously you're going to bring in snoop dogg and all these random people and you're going to bring the rock back when needed and like why wouldn't you
0: dude i totally agree so we asked about what made you fall in love with wrestling so i'm going to ask you what continues your love for wrestling nowadays
1: oh man dude this is this is kind of a loaded question man um Okay, so the the shortest answer I can give on this was that, like I, as a kid and everything, I loved wrestling. And then there became this point where I didn't like wrestling at all, and that was like, uh, I don't know, the past couple of years, like two years maybe, mm-hmm. like right around 2015. So my life story arc, blah blah blah, I wrestled um, for five years, tore my knee, then I was like, oh man, I can't wrestle anymore so that became like a real bummer um so then i hated and i was like oh man i hate wrestling and then i started making these videos and it it's kind of crazy that like my videos weren't really popping and then as soon as i went back to like what i did for so long boom everything switched immediately
0: no yeah for sure um the funny thing about your videos is as a wrestling fan This is how I feel like every time like like just for for an example when I make an entrance like if I'm walking into somewhere like getting introduced I always see myself I don't know why coming out to Batista's theme song like stopping in the middle of the floor (laughs) and like just doing the guns like not even kidding like and a lot of the stuff like I always think like if I'm gonna get in a fight i always think of what would this wrestler do or what would that wrestler dude. do
1: yo it's so true though like oh man like that's funny that you said the batista thing because i um uh, a couple of weeks ago i went into target and i don't know what made me think of it but i was like dude wouldn't it be so cool to do the batista thing right here in target <laughs> like nice. you walk like pop, pop pop pop
0: yeah like it's it's hilarious like and you did one the other day. You were talking about when you walk in a group with your friends or something, and like I was like, oh, he's gonna pick like something that like everybody would pick, like DX or something. And the one song that I wanted you to pick was one of the songs. Like every time I walk with a group of friends, it's always the Evolution song that goes through my head. <laughs> Dude, I, you didn't see the ev- I did an Evolution. No, one. that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that was one of the songs, oh. and I was like oh my god this dude is like my brain right now <laughs> like
1: dude just... Evolu- mm, dude, that was probably my favorite uh time period in wrestling was like that oh man when he was the legend killer like that viper stuff cool all that whatevs but man the legend killer with that dude you remember like his song that hey you're nothing <laughs> oh my gosh man
0: yeah and Recently, with that figure coming back out, I went back and watched a ton of that stuff, and that character was incredible.
1: Hands down. Han- man, I re- oh that's crazy. I have this one distinct memory. Uh, <clears throat> I don't remember what SummerSlam it was, but I do know that Randy Orton versus Chris Benoit. I ordered the pay per view. I think I might have been in like ninth grade, eighth grade, something like that. But man, when he hit. That RKO on Ben, like Benoit was going for the crossface, they spin through, bam, RKO. I remember running through my house. Like, I didn't even need to see the finish, man. I ran, because it was done. When I saw the RKO, it was, it's over. There's no way. I ran through, like, being like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that
0: is so good. Yeah. Randy Orton's character at that time. All of them, like, they they just had, like, if I can use an old phrase, they just had so much swag and they just came mm. out with a presence to them that you really believe that they were the best right there.
1: Dude, hands down. like, And it was the funny thing is, like, Triple H even switched up his look. He had, like, the same type of hair, but, like, he puffed it up. He cut it a little shorter. Like, man, just the, the – like you said, swag. Like, the swag that these dudes came out with was unmatchable.
0: Yeah, that's the one thing I always liked about Triple H. Like, he always – had a way to change his look, and his looks go to a lot of the wrestlers that he followed. Like I remember that Evolution phase was like, I want to be a great world champion, so I'm gonna do this Harley race. So he had that like funny looking mustache beard type thing, like the the sideburns connected to the mustache, at but no like bottom mm. beard. It was so I I really admired that about Triple H at that time.
1: Dude, man, I. I can't even say it, man. I think that that was the best time in wrestling. Like, at least WWE, man, I think hands down. That time period, like, it had so many stars then.
0: No, yeah, for sure. I I was more of the guy who watched both, but obviously at that time it was already just WWE. And all the, all the people there were incredible at that time. Chris Benoit, someone that we, we bring up on the show, and some people are like, oh, I don't really feel comfortable talking about him. He was one of the greatest in-ring performers at that time.
1: Let me ask you this. Now that you did bring up Chris Benoit, um, did you, um, you think that he's one of the best, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. So here's my question is, are you a person that leans toward more on wrestling? or the entertainment overall. Because I felt like Chris Benoit was like very unentertaining.
0: No, oh, yeah, I don't know if it's that I lean on more of the wrestling because I just appreciate both factors of the business. If if it was up to me like like yeah, I do like wrestling. Like like I really like Chad Gable and Jason Jordan in the ring, but okay. I really think that Brisango is really entertaining, you know. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah.
1: Like, and it's, it's funny, because, like, there's some technical people that, like, I can watch. But, like, if I had to say my favorite style, I think the most entertaining kind of wrestling for me, because I don't want it to sound like I'm someone that just likes, like, the fashion police. You know what I mean? Where it's just, like, like all gimmick, nothing really, like, substance. Yeah. Because, like, have you, are you a fan of, like, Ricochet or Shane Strickland or any of them?
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. Those guys are incredible.
1: Dude. Dude. Hands down, I think Shane's the best guy right now running.
0: Yeah, so I have yet. I'm actually going to see Shane August 5th. I, I mean, he should be there. I think at once, once upon a time or whatever it's called. Okay. Once in a lifetime at CZW.
1: Oh uh, yeah, France. I think he'd be there. He should
0: be. Yeah, so because because I'm in the Northeast, I live in Philly. So. Oh,
1: s- so you're really close.
0: Yes. Uh, where are you from? I'm not even uh, sure.
1: A little place called Vineland, New Jersey.
0: Oh wow! See, I grew so I went to high school
1: in Glassboro. Oh, I filmed that Rowan plenty of times. A lot of those videos are from Rowan.
0: Oh, that's that's awesome to know that you're a guy from the Northeast. So yeah, I'm I'm definitely excited to see him. I've I'm really a big fan of a guy that we let that um that we've also had on the show, Leo Rush.
1: Dude, Leo's amazing.
0: Leo is incredible. I really hope the rumors are true, and he is gonna be in NXT pretty soon. But um, I'm just a huge fan. I saw him wrestle Tony Nese at House of Hardcore. What a match.
1: You know what's crazy about Leo? Um, I've known Leo for a really long time. Like, not really long. I've known him since he started, Mm -hmm. because I remember we were on the same show, and he didn't even have gear. Mm -hmm. Like, he didn't have any gear. And uh, like, I'm really good friends with Shane. So I remember Shane being like he would like the whole car ride back. He kept pushing me. He was like, "Yo, that kid was really good. That kid was really good. And like, I didn't get it. And then I wrestled Leo and everything changed. And I was like, yo, that kid is extreme. And at the time, I think he was wrestling for like six months or something. And I remember being like, whoa, this guy wrestles like he's been doing this for years and years.
0: Yeah, he's he's so quick and the way he hits the ropes and even his kip up like I remember he kipped up and I was like how quick was that like he is so fast.
1: Dude, he's he's a machine man. And if he is signed, dude, that's <laughs> it's a great thing.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm always happy to see see these people do do big things on TV. Even I mean, I'm pretty bummed that the other ACH is on gfw because i really want to see him on my tv weekly like on like tv that i can actually access yeah (laughs) but um but like like i said i I gotta be happy for these guys to actually make it onto tv
1: dude ach is another guy that i feel like like more people should know about you know what i mean i feel like he's one of those guys that like he should be way bigger because of how talented he is
0: yeah for sure I'm really happy that he got that run in Japan like I knew I know him like I mean I don't know him but knowing that he loves that culture of like anime and stuff he yeah. just looked so happy being out there I was really happy for him
1: yeah definitely man
0: no yeah for sure so continuing the conversation I got another question and if you had to pick what
1: is your all time Mount Rushmore of pro wrestling Huh. Hmm. And are we talking about independence? Are we talking about, like, what? where are we? Give me – because, like, narrow it down just a tad for me. Because so, if I had to say a Mount Rushmore, like, as of right now, I would say Mount Rushmore. Like, uh, that's okay. who I would pick. I'd be like, oh, the Young Bucks, Kevin Steen, fucking Adam Cole, man, the best – like, geez louise, man, they're the best.
0: Hey, I ain't even mad at that. So what I did was I just, I just picked, like – so my Mount Rushmore is Hulk Hogan, Austin – or The Rock, Shawn Michaels, and CM Punk.
1: Oh, okay, okay, okay. Do you really put CM Punk that high?
0: Listen, CM Punk is someone who got me back uh, into wrestling. And okay. And I just have such an appreciation for what he did in the short amount of time that he was there. And how he made me feel. Like, I hadn't felt that way in a long time. Like, he made me feel like it was a shoot. And his character at the time grabbed me. To where I couldn't help but put him on my Mount Rushmore.
1: Would you wouldn't put Brian Danielson up there?
0: I mean, no. He I really. Mean, <laughs> I I love what he did, and I I really appreciate him for who he was at the time, and the and also he was one of those characters that really captivated me. But the way CM Punk spoke, like I was so like. Like, he just grabbed me by the beard, and he was like, listen to what I'm saying. And I really believed
1: everything he said. Okay, so if I had to use WWE, because now you have me, like, turning, I'd have to throw the rock up there. Yes. Have to, have to, have to. I would have to also. Yo, and I know a lot of people aren't going to think this is, like, but I think this is my favorite wrestler of all time, hands down, was Jeff Hardy. Like, as much as people are be like, oh, why would you put him as, like, the best? And I was like, dude, man, come on. Like, he's, I'm not going to say the best high flyer, but he took that to, obviously, the level it is now. Oh, yeah. For um. Sure. Oh, man. I can't, I'm i still hung up. Brian Danielson, 100%. I still can't believe you put Sam Punk on there. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: still can't believe it. That's okay. We oh, had a guy good. put RVD on there.
1: Oh, man. RVD? Yeah. Man, see, it's so interesting hearing other people's like favorite people. Cause I, I mean, RVD definitely ain't up in mine, but <laughs> someone definitely likes him that much.
0: Yeah, I mean, wrestling is so subjective that you can get people say crazy stuff like, "Oh, I, I love Kevin Owens." Like, and I only know his WWE run, but he's so good. I gotta put him on there. Like, it's so crazy the way people think, like, and how how like wrestling opinions change so drastically.
1: Yo man, it's it's insane. Someone does the wrong thing and people will hate you for life.
0: Exactly, yeah. So you got anybody else? You had Brian Danielson, Brian Danielson, Jeff Hardy and The Rock so far.
1: Dude, maybe I didn't Okay, so let me put this um I want to put Triple H up there. I have to, man. Like I have to put Triple H on there cuz I think Triple H is one of those guys that He's always been Triple H, but he's constantly been evolving. Yep. So I no super pun, respect pun that. No pun intended. Yeah, exactly. No <laughs> pun intended. No pun intended at all. But he's one of those guys that I feel is another underrated. I mean, obviously, he's Triple H, but I feel like he's still underrated, like, when people put, like, their top wrestlers. But he was always that heel that carried whoever the babyface was at the time. Like, okay, well, we need a great heel against him. Oh, throw Triple H in there. Oh, we need another. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was always good for that
0: yeah for sure yeah i I respect that especially after the talk we had about triple h earlier he was he's definitely you know the more i talk about him the more i believe that he he really is one of the greats like
1: dude man i dude and that's a um it's funny because i when i usually make my skits and whatnot i always end up throwing triple h and somebody even commented about this they're always like, dude, how many times have you done Triple H? And I'm like, come on, bro. I'm like, Triple H, man. Like, get get out of here. Triple H is the man.
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, better than me, I'd probably do the Batista every time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man. No.
0: All right. So if you had to pick a Mount Rushmore like of independent talent or non WWE talent, would it just be the Mount Rushmore?
1: Oh, oh man, dude. This is. Oh, this is another one. Uh, it would be – the Bucks would have to be up there because I'm the – I don't want to say the biggest Bucks fan, but geez louise, man. Like if I have to throw in a wrestling match, I have, the people – It my go-to people to watch would be the Bucks, Ricochet, like Shane, uh, another good buddy of mine, David Starr.
0: Oh, I like David Starr. Dude,
1: David Starr is good, man. David Starr is good.
0: And what a good dude. I met him – I so – I went to the CZW school for about two weeks and yeah, yeah, this was a couple years ago. I want to say like 2015 or 14, something like that. So the first day I'm talking to DJ and he's like, okay, we're going to have Frankie, Frankie's going to train you, you know, try you out or whatever. So he just like puts a chair behind me and he's like, all right, start squatting. And this was like at the beginning of the class, and I wasn't allowed to stop till the end of the class. <laughs> and, like, he's like, hey, did you want to get in the ring? And I'm like, dude, I can't walk. <laughs> like, And you want me to, like, <laughs> get in the ring. But um, Dude, man. I, I remember David Starr being there and, like, being one of those genuine dudes who was just like, do you really want to do this? Like, we can help you, you know. We, we're here these many times a week. And, and, like, this was right before his run as the Juicy product. And like, okay. When I saw his run there, like I just had so much more respect for him. I thought him and JT Dunn complimented each other so well. And I really respect him for what he did at that time.
1: Dude, man, I loved the Juicy product, man. Jeez, that was dude. A
0: really underrated tag team right there.
1: Dude, they were over. They were over as a...
0: Over AF. You know what's yeah, funny? Yeah, over AF, I'm... man. So, I'm not even going to lie. I want to, like go back to my tweets and see if I was one of the first people to tweet that to them. Because I remember them being on the Shining Wizards podcast and me saying, like, oh, my God, you guys are over AF. And, like, after that, there was, like, a ton of T-shirts. And, like, because I continued to tweet it at them, like, oh, Juicy Product over AF. And then, like, all the gear started coming out. I really have to confirm that for myself. Dude, I mean –
1: Find out, man. Definitely find out. Yeah, they it's might
0: owe me some royalties.
1: Dude, I feel <laughs> bad. I feel horrible. I made the Raw's War shirt for them, the over AF Raw's War one, so I feel horrible that I took your tagline and threw it on a t-shirt.
0: Oh, it's totally fine. I mean, anybody could say it nowadays, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, it's funny. Um, I wanted to drop a viral at AF shirt, but then I was like, eh, it's a little, you know what I mean? I was like, eh. That was right after that one video dropped, the Hulk Hogan one, and I was like, "Dude, I'm, I'm gonna drop a shirt, a viral AF shirt." And I was like, "Eh, not really." Yeah, I, I'll, I'll buy that. I, Dude, I want, the,
0: I want the one shirt that you got now. That the um, I watch or I love pro wrestling. What is what does it say? It's real dope. I saw oh, it in it's the a, last video. Yeah,
1: don't mess with me. I watch pro wrestling.
0: Oh yeah, that's. I think about that all the time. Like when people like look like they're about to cause trouble if I'm at a bar or something. I think in my head, like, dude, don't you know I would rock bottom me right here at this bar? <laughs> Yo, that's the truth, though,
1: man. Just me I'm like, man, I'll chop you so hard, your soul will come out. <laughs> Yo, listen to this. I remember one time I was hanging out with some buddies, and uh, I think I just started wrestling. Like, I just started training at the time. And, man, oh, man, I thought that I could chop someone's soul out. Like, I would be like, man, let me see if I can stop your heart. Let me just chop you as hard as I can. And uh, I don't know if it really stopped any hearts, but man, oof. This is dude, a dude. This, huh?
0: this is a random question. Since you're talking about like your wrestling experiences, so the one move I ever took, I don't even know if this counts, but I remember David Starr wanted to try this out, and he's like, "Yeah, just stand right there," and he gives me like the Davy Richards penalty kick from the apron. Like, oh, whoa! <laughs> I'm like i've been here whoa. for like three days and he kicks the crap out of me and then dj's whoa. dj's like no wait he's like josh stay right there and dj's like no let me try and then <laughs> he kicks the crap out of me whoa i had a huge bruise against across my chest
1: well man that's the type of stuff to make you know i want to go back Jeez louise well, Did look, you go back after that? No, look what I'm doing du- now. <laughs> dude, I'm telling you, man. See, that's that's exactly how I would have felt, man. I remember... I used to think some of the things that they do in wrestling school is silly. Like, when uh, there's that thing, Chop Day. Did you ever have that?
0: No. I, like I said, I literally went there for about dude. a week and a
1: half. Some of the stuff, I think, is just silly. And, man, watch. I'm going to get so much hate. And I'm like, dude, you thought that's silly? And I'm like, dude, yeah, it's, it's kind of ridiculous just to beat up kids. Like, that's super stupid to me. I remember... I don't want to say where it was, but, man, doing, uh, like, 500 Hindu squats. And, yeah, you got to be in shape. You definitely have to be in shape. But, man, that's just death.
0: No, yeah, for sure. Or the neck stretches when they make you, like, try to touch your nose on the mat. I I can't bend like that. Like, you have to, like, put your head back and then touch your nose to the mat. It's supposed to make your neck stronger. I was like, man, there's no way I can do this. Dude, I think a lot of it's just mental. No, yeah, for sure. And, the, I mean, all the respect to those guys. One of the reasons I left is not because it was physically hard. But you saw, like, when you spoke to these guys, the passion that they had for it and the certain things they said that made me think, like, wow, I, I really can't commit to this. Like, they're like, you got to be at every show. You have to put the ring together. And I'm like, yo, I have, like, a, a full-time job, like – I gotta make some money. I can't be at every show, like to put the ring together.
1: <laughs> Yo, little little plug. I mean, it, I'm not really trying to like promote the piss out of a school or something. But I remember I trained. I mean, you're from the area. Did you remember OTW, old time wrestling?
0: Old time wrestling. No, it's I in
1: Williamstown.
0: Or wait, is that is it over the top now or something like that? Or no,
1: no, no. Um, what's that one? On Point runs their shows there. On, On
0: Point. Wrestling. That's what I thought. Yeah.
1: Yeah, they run the shows in the same building. But that school, it's in Williamstown. Dude, you're not going to do 500 Henry squats. Like, practice is only, like, two hours. So it's, like, they try to cram in, like, as much as you, like, non. Like, they're like, yo, if you're going to go do push-ups, do them at home.
0: Yeah, for sure. You know
1: what I'm saying? So if you ever wanted to get back, dude, I would definitely recommend there since it's in the area for you.
0: Yeah, I mean, a 26, starting pro wrestling, bully, Bully Ray would kill me. Dude, DDP was, what, 40? Come on. Come on, man. Yo, I saw Bully Ray cut a promo on somebody for wanting to start wrestling at, like, mid-20s. Like, no, don't do it. It's too late.
1: Man, see? Yo, that is the one. Oh, and I'm going to get so much heat for it. Like, that's one thing I dislike about wrestling now is, like, like right now we're in this world of wrestling where, like, if you want to get big in wrestling, get mm-hmm. big in anything else. Yeah, and then come the wrestling. You know what I'm saying? Like the guys that are like eating tuna fish and living in their car and all that. Like, I mean, that stuff sounds really cool, but that's not what's really like. You're not getting over that way. You know what I'm saying? Like all these dudes that are MMA fighters and they're coming over and stuff. Like that seems like. Not, I mean, I'm not saying be an MMA fighter, but get big in anything and then go over without beating the piss out of your body.
0: Hey, I I agree. I, I really like what, um, I really like, like you said, if, if you're going to go to the wrestling school, you're going to want to learn how to wrestle and you're not going to want to just like work out all the time.
1: Like, yeah, man, go to the gym if you want to work out.
0: Exactly. I'm not paying all that money to do pushups. <laughs>
1: um and i dude like i said dude i'm gonna get hate for that man i know it but it's the truth dude if you want to learn how to wrestle i think just going to a wrestling school that's going to teach you how to wrestle and yes that you need bare requirements and like like yeah your first couple of times yeah they'll make you do like some stuff like that but i don't think that should be every single time you go there they beat you like they beat your body up and be like oh here take 100 bumps man i remember going somewhere and this is um This was a real random place, but I just sat there and watched them bump this dude for, like, at least two hours of just bump, bump, bump. I was like, man, like, he's taking a minimum of a hundred of these right now. Like, (laughs) think about, like, the mini concussions and stuff that are happening. Like, dude, like, he's probably – this guy doesn't know how to, like, tuck his chin. Like, he's just getting rocked right now.
0: That is insane. Yeah. I I mean, that's another thing. Like, I was terrified. Like, I've never – you know knock on wood broken a bone or anything and i was like man that would be some crap right if i just like hop in the ring and just so happen to like trip and like break my ankle or something like of course
1: yeah oh man how sad and then like when you live on it and then you breaks i remember um i tore my knee around the time i was in puerto rico because i was working for carlos Colon, and dude when i tore my knee it was over like it was done like, what was I, like, that was my job, was wrestling, like, and it was like, it's done. Have a good day, kid. You're done. I'm not, the, I mean, I don't know how many months I was out. I was out, like, eight months, it was like, up. Oh, back to the real world. You have no other way to make money, so have fun, kid. You know what I'm saying? Like...
0: No, yeah, for sure. I mean, I would, I would, I would be terrified, especially, like, when that's your passion. I'm sure, like, you had, you carried, like a really heavy passion for it because most people who do it do where it's like one of those things like I'm not just beating up my body because I want to make money it's like no I really love this like this is an art form for me and this is how I want to earn my living
1: and dude that's um to bring it back I think that's the reason I started doing the videos is like now looking at it is because I like being involved in wrestling but I just didn't want to you know get concussions and have to take reverse hurricanranos no yeah for sure (laughs) (laughs) yo the indie climate now man like it's a it's a brutal pace
0: oh yeah for sure i don't like like the stuff that like those guys like ricochet and they just keep pushing the envelope i don't know how the generation after that is going to continue that
1: Dude, and that's, you know, it's funny that you say that because uh, there's so many times where people are like, oh, slow down, slow down. But, man, when I watch guys like Shane Ricochet, Leo Rush, like, I love it. Oh, man, I'm like, yeah, go, go, go. <laughs> like, it's great. It's so great to watch. But, like, imagining you in there, you're like, whoa, man, uh, come on, dude. give me an eye poke, guy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, can you give just the... drop a drop him in a headlock for a little bit, a rear chin lock?
1: <laughs> right, you're like, eh, hey, just give me the back rake and uh, we can go home.
0: <laughs> that's that's the one thing, going back to your other boy, uh, Brian Danielson, I loved his heel run in Ring of Honor. It's like, yeah, because he wasn't like, it's like, yeah, you guys want to see this. Nope, I'm just going to lock this headlock in for a little bit and really piss you guys off.
1: Yeah, dude, Pfft, man, I might have to do a back rake in a video. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> I really might, man. Give that one dude a back rake. the The little
0: Puerto Rican looking one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dude, no, don't yeah. worry, it's gonna happen. So, since you already covered like a lot of your favorite current wrestlers, let's. Since you do watch indie wrestling, who are some of like the more underrated guys that you think that people don't talk about enough in the scene?
1: Hmm. And it's, it's crazy because a lot of people have, like, buzz. I think JT, JT Dunn is another guy that I wish, like, because I feel like he was really hot, and I'm not going to say he's not hot now, but I feel like he's somebody that should be, like, at least running some TNA. You know what I'm saying? Him, ACH is another guy that I think that's not, like, given enough.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Who else do I think is, like like, I really want to see – hmm i want to see some um, because i feel like right now a lot of kids are getting shots with ring of honor because they're going through their whole little thing where they're like the the stars are you know what i mean where they have they're bringing up a whole bunch of new crop of guys uh they had no choice but to repopulate oh yeah man you know what's crazy is that that blows my mind that so many people left yeah, like that. That's kind of crazy. Like Ring of Honor, that's like the prestigious place. So I wonder. I was so confused about it just being like, oh, we're leaving. We're leaving. We're leaving. We're leaving. Like, whoa.
0: No, yeah, ring, and and they're doing a great job. I mean, with some help from some guys who left. Like, I have really like. I w- I've never been a huge fan of like Cody Rhodes as an in-ring performer, but okay. I think his character work is incredible. Some of the promos that he cuts, some of the things that he says, I like i really latch on to what he's doing now as a character
1: you know it's funny that you mentioned cody Rhodes because when he first came back on the indies i was like man cody Rhodes." you know what i'm saying like it i mean he was cool for a wwe guy but when i saw him on the indies i was like nah man but now that he has like his little run with the title i'm like no man I'm, i'm digging this like this is good like this guy's like he's good man he's bringing me in you know what i'm saying yeah,
0: and it's not, and he's doing the same wrestling he did before. It's just exactly. he's he's it's with different people, and like I said, he gets to show more of the character now because he has free reign of himself.
1: Dude, let me just throw these two people out there. You know, um, random two people that I'm huge on right now, Marty Skrull and Ethan Page, because I know both of them are like pretty big at the moment. So it's not like they're underrated, but man i think those two dudes are super sick right now
0: yeah i i, I talk about Marty girl on the show all the time like to the point where when jack gallagher first came up i didn't like him because i'm like are you kidding you're really gonna take the umbrella you know where that's from like i was really hurt about that
1: dude i feel you
0: but it's something that like people talk about all the time about marty's girl he put the time in for the character he puts the money towards it, and he really makes that character stand out.
1: Dude, dude, the – oh, I don't know, man. I think he's he's up there, dude. He's super up there. I think with the outfits and everything and the the, the contrast with his song with everyone else's, like especially in Ring of Honor where he has a so, slow, uh, melodic song, like everything that he's doing right now just right.
0: Yeah, and – and the th- the crazy thing about him is that he did not need the – he was one of the last people that needed to be in the Bullet Club. But yeah. all that did was make him more of a name like to like – it really showed people like, yo, this dude is the real deal.
1: Dude, yeah. Like, I'm glad – dude, I'm super glad he's in the Bullet Club because I was really bummed that Adam was leaving.
0: No, yeah, for sure. And Adam's another one that I cannot wait to see on my TV weekly.
1: You ain't lying. I'll never forget
0: the first time I saw Adam Cole live was at Ring of Honor's 12th. What are they on? 15th? I want to say it was the 12th anniversary. This is when okay. they were still running the armory. And okay. Okay. And the title match at the time it was Adam Cole versus a returning Chris Hero. This is one of Chris Hero's first shots in the Indies again.
1: Hold on, this was in the Arm. Hold on, man. I remember I went to a show at the Armory. I don't know if it's the same show. I don't know. I might have been there if it was in the Philadelphia Armory. But continue your story.
0: No. Yeah. And. And, like, I had I had never seen Adam Cole live. I just knew him from, like, PWG videos because I always followed that channel because of the crazy stuff they did. But um, I remember just, like, and he was starting to say Adam Cole, baby, and I was just, like, hooked. I was like, this guy is incredible. And then that was the first time I ever seen Chris, Chris Hero live, like, as Chris Hero. And I was just mesmerized. I was like, these guys are great. <laughs> this is amazing. And and that same show there was AJ Styles versus Jay Lethal. That was one of AJ Styles' first matches on the on Ring of Honor. Okay. I, I mean coming back to Ring of Honor.
1: Man, yo, you said Chris Hero and I would I'm ashamed that I didn't think man, Chris Hero is one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. I probably have every like I don't want to say every single interview because I don't. I doubt I have every one. But I have, like, all the Smart Mark DVDs. Uh, and, like, a, I have a lot of Chris Hero interviews. Man, I was – dude, I loved Chris Hero, dude. He's another guy that I think should be, like, bigger than he is.
0: Oh, yeah. Chris Hero is a problem. And, I mean, I, I like where he's at right now in NXT. Like, I'm really excited that he's fighting Hideo Itami but it's like I see that dude as like one of the like last year he was easily one of the best workers in the world
1: hands down
0: like and you think about that like including like Kazuchika Okada and like all those great guys in Japan Chris Hero Chris Hero was one of the best workers he really he really like showed WWE like yo I belong here I'm one of the best and he he was able to get back I'm really proud of
1: him I'm actually surprised that they keep him in the the uh what is it a jersey? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I'm surprised because I feel like they need more like different looks and like the jersey's cool, but not all the time. You know what I'm saying?
0: No, yeah, for sure. And then like it's like kind of ill-fitting at times and like I'm I'm a bigger guy, so I I'm totally fine with like rocking a shirt that's a little tighter because I like the way it looks at times.
1: But if you're wrestling like I'm you think he's uncomfortable? <laughs> Man, I mean, dude, yeah, I mean it's probably not the most comfortable thing, but I think that we need like there needs to be more shapes inside you know what I mean? Like they went through what was it, two thousand five and that when they had like the Mark Gendricks and everyone looked like damn Mark Gendrick. Like every everyone was like a a Kendall at that point, so I like the fact that there's different shapes and stuff, and I think now Chris here is one of those guys where are like, come on, dude, just let him go out there, do him. I'm surprised he's not going for the NXT title.
0: Yeah, I mean, everything in due time. That's one reason why I love Kevin Owens. Like, not only is he one of, like, the best ring performers right now on WWE television, even as, like, even one of the best characters, like, what a promo Kevin Owens is. Like the little subtle jabs that he throws, like all the all the little things that he does makes him one of the best.
1: Dude, Kevin Owens, man, oh, I dude, I remember when Kevin Owens came back to Ring of Honor, and it was like the biggest like oomph. Do you remember that? And he had like the crazy Saul music. The when he came back from um, when when he got when
0: um, Jim Cornette got rid of him.
1: Yeah, yeah, and then he came back, dude. Oh man, <laughs> Kevin Steen or Kevin Owens was the man. Oh man, and I'm I'm so hyped that he is in WWE and he's as high as he is. Yo, speak of this guy, Austin Aries, super confused on why he left. Do you, I mean, you might know more than I would do, but what what was up with that?
0: Like, I mean, I guess the rumors is that he he wasn't happy being pigeonholed. Like, I thought he was having some of the best matches on WWE television at the time. Like, from 205 Live, him and TJP, to, like, everything he did with Neville, I was at Mania. And, like, I stand by my statement that Austin Aries versus Neville was my favorite match of WrestleMania this year. Like, even seeing, like, I saw the Hardy Boys, who I grew up in the time when the Hardy Boys were super popular, I... I popped when they came out. I cried. I'm not even going to lie. I teared up a little bit when the Hardy Boys came out. But like mm. Austin Aries versus Neville at WrestleMania was probably my favorite match.
1: Dude, I jumped out of my seat when they came out. Like when the Hardys came out at Mania, jumped out of my seat, but reverting back to Austin Aries. Dude, man, ugh i feel like he's one of the best he went he seamlessly went to commentary did great there like he is such a talent and i i mean i can understand being upset but man oh man
0: yeah i remember when he when he lost his final attempt at the cruiserweight title on our show we were talking about a possible feud if he moved up to the quote-unquote heavyweight division could you imagine a feud with austin aries and the miz
1: like have they ever stood next to each other no oh because i was going to say like i don't know how big i don't know how tall the miz is is he was he like 6'1 maybe maybe and aries is kind of a short guy see and that's where the things get weird is like when you take a guy like aries and i don't know how tall aries is i'm just going to say 5'9". But you take a dude, like, like perfect example, Daniel Bryan, when he was standing next to Triple H, and you're like, whoa. Yeah, for sure. Like,
0: I I would just think of, like, the promos those guys would have against each other and, like, The Miz being real petty and, like, really trying to come at his size and then just Austin Aries laying into him.
1: Dude, that's – yo, you're completely right. The fact that they're both great talkers – would make that – it would be something to watch. You know what I'm saying? Like you'd be glued each week to watch instead of being like, eh, I'm just waiting for the pay-per-view. Just waiting until they're done.
0: <laughs> no, yeah, I would I would buy into that feud wholeheartedly.
1: Definitely, man, definitely.
0: So I got one more question for you. And this, a is, a, this is a loaded question.
1: Um, dude, I feel like all of these have been loaded.
0: <laughs> so what if you had to pick – you can pick a few. Okay. I picked one just to give you a heads up. If you had to pick, what is your favorite match of all time?
1: Dude, come on, <laughs> man. This is really hot. Oh, man. Because then it, like, there's so many different thoughts that you can, like, ways that you can go with it, like the most entertaining match. Like, I remember they, um, Cena went against Brock. And I'm not saying this is my favorite match of all time, but at I Summer remember Slim? that. What was that? Was that the one where uh, Brock just like manhandled Squashed him? In. Yeah, yeah. At dude. And then he came back at the end with a. Uh, what did he? Hit? He hit him with something. Brass? Nut. What did he hit him with? He hit him with something. Boom! One, two, three, and Cena didn't do anything the whole match and just beat him with like a punch. Fu. Oh, Boom. that
0: was Extreme Rules. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah, that one. I remember thinking that was, like, the best match at the time. I was like, man, like, they told a story, and I've never been, like, a story guy that was like, oh, man, I love the story. But, like, that match I thought was amazing. I thought the, um... And it's not even from a technical standpoint, because the matches that keep coming to my mind aren't, like, technical matches. Like, I thought that was an amazing match. I thought The Rock versus Hulk Hogan. What was that, at 18? That was WrestleMania 18, I think?
0: Yeah, the Icon versus the Icon. Like...
1: Jeez Louise, man. Like, I, man, and at set WrestleMania 17, Rock versus Austin. Like, I felt like the matches that had that big. I think it's the thing that gets me is the big fight feel. Yeah. I think that's, if I had to, like, put it down, it would have to be something with the big fight feel. So, and, how'd,
0: you, how'd you feel about Samoa Joe versus Brock? Because I thought that had a huge fight feel.
1: Dude, you know, um, I'm surprised that they. I'm see because this is the thing is when when Joe came in, I was super surprised that they were using him as like a tough guy because like he had like his run in TNA where he wasn't so tough. Yeah. You know what I mean? When he first came in and him and Angle and that was like, whoa, then it like he kind of turned to like the paint in the face. And you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Remember that? And now that he's back to being tough, I think that that's it's that's to his advantage. I think that is what he should have been. I feel like he could have even skipped, you know, a lot of those years in TNA. But favorite match, mm. man, that's hard. That's really you know. And this is, this is going to be a surprise. This is going to be a real weird one. But AJ Styles versus Brian Danielson. I don't, can't tell you when like the year was or anything, but they had a match and it, it was in the beginning of it was a tournament. But I think that might have been my favorite match of all time. Hand like, has it has to be. We read AJ
0: Styles Brian Danielson.
1: Dude, I was actually about to try to pull it up because I remember being like, dude, this was. It was in two thousand six. RH Championship. Brian Danielson versus AJ Styles. Oh wow! I gotta look I that think, up. I think that might be. That mm. I don't know, man. I think that would definitely have had to have been. Oh man! Well, let's use a WWE match. Let's do a WWE match because a lot of people have no idea what that is. So, I think the match that I can probably the second TLC match. Man, like that was another great match. But I remember. But I think it's more the nostalgia that gets me. Is being like looking back, being like, "Oh man, I loved that."
0: You know what? You're not the first person to do an unsanctioned that said that. I want to see. I want to say that. Two two people have picked that. I want to say two people have also picked uh, Sean versus Taker. The first one or twenty WrestleMania twenty
1: five. Right, you know I like the match, but like I wasn't like I'm not like a huge Shawn Michaels or Undertaker fan, so like it didn't get to me the same as it would get to like one of those guys.
0: No, yeah, I I mean I picked, and you're gonna be like really that. I picked WrestleMania ten, Shawn versus Razor.
1: Really?
0: I was so invested in that match, and I first of all I love Razor Ramon. Razor Ramon, when I look back at my childhood, one of my favorite characters in WWF history. And then Shawn, like I thought their work was so good in that match. The two belts thing had me hooked because I really liked belts as a kid. Like, and that's, like, kind of going now with, like, collecting a few belts and action figures with a ton of belts.
1: <laughs> okay,
0: yeah. But, um, yeah, that was one of, like, that's one of my favorite matches of all time.
1: You you know what? Another one of the matches I do want to throw up there that's I think was, and again, I think it's because of the big fight feel, was when Sting wrestled Triple H. That big fight feel, and then everyone came like, geez louise, man. What a a finish, right? Dude, what a finish. The only thing I would have changed was I would have had Sting on top. Yeah, I mean, I was, uh,
0: that's another one of my favorite wrestlers, Sting, because I, I am, like, I liked both, but I was a WCW guy. And, like, the Crow Sting character was so good to me like yeah i remember him coming down the rap and me just like losing my mind i had a sting wrestling buddy like i had the tough talkers thing like that's (laughs) that's what they're called now but i had this thing that would talk yeah and it was like a 12 inch figure i thought that was so awesome
1: are you talking about the big stuffed up ones
0: i had yeah the the wrestling buddies i had one of okay yeah and then i had like the 12 inch like hard like plastic figure that like you'd oh, press a okay, button okay. and it would talk
1: yeah dude i know Ooh, i know what you're talking about i had one of the hogan buddies
0: yeah hogan
1: mm-hmm. hogan that's a guy man that's definitely a guy i don't i don't know if i threw him in the mountain rushmore but hulk hogan's definitely up there too and i never even really cared for him like actually wrestling i just thought the idea of hulk hogan was like dude come on
0: yeah because it's so like i'm watching glow like now on netflix it- and it's funny because when you say pro wrestling, like, even now people go, like, Hulk Hogan wrest Like, that kind of pro wrestling?
1: <laughs> hey, dude, how crazy is that, that, like, you're synonymous with something? Like, you're the guy. Like, years and years and years <laughs> later, you're still the guy.
0: Yeah, he's he's someone that, I mean, I get why he's not on television right now. But, like, if I were to see him, like, one or two times a year, I would not be mad. Just because, like, it's Hulk Hogan.
1: Dude, he's, man, you know what I want them to do? I want them him to fix his image or whatever with coming back with a mask on, being Mr. America once again. <laughs> Best thing ever.
0: I'm kind of giving you,
1: the, like, he pulls the mask up a little bit and gives you the shush. <laughs> dude dude mr america was the man bro that was the man that is
0: that's hilarious i all the stuff that he did like and i don't know about you like my favorite hulk hogan music is his wcw theme i catch so much heat for that
1: really hold on which one the voodoo child no
0: um the his w WD- american maid
1: Dude, you didn't... Whoa, 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 You don't like Real American? I, see, I
0: like it, but I like American Made so much more. Dude, no way, man.
1: No way.
0: Yeah, I catch a Dude. lot of heat from the godfather of the podcast, Joe Lafferty. He he really doesn't like me for that.
1: Dude, but does he like Real American? It's his favorite song of all time. Dude, exactly. <laughs> see? shout out to him, man. He's a Real American. That song... That is, mm, that's the best. I think I, I don't know, I've used it once or twice. I know I got flagged for it, so I don't think I'm gonna be using it again.
0: Oh wow, yeah. So so you, you bring up the term flagged. I really wanna cover your videos and, and I want you to just take some time to really promote yourself because I really appreciate what you do. Like, I find it really entertaining. I'm happy that you put the time into the videos. I think they're really well executed super funny i i always laugh and i always have to show all my coworkers who hate wrestling i'm like no you have to see this guy <laughs> he's hilarious like like he's me like everything he does like that's how i think
1: you guys don't understand watch these videos yeah man dude ah oh, i love wrestling dude and that's I feel like there was no one really doing it and you'd only see like the hood clips videos where like, you know what I'm saying? Where like a dude's getting knocked out and JR's going over it. Yeah. So I was like, oh man, that'd be cool to try to do that. And like I said earlier in the podcast, I wanted to insert myself back somehow into wrestling. So I felt like this was the best way to go about it while staying different. So you don't blend in with every, you know what I mean?
0: No, yeah, you're definitely different. And it's like goofy, it's like, over the top to where like you're not even pushing a boundary you're like right at where you need to be to like yeah i'm extra but like (laughs) like but it's funny that i'm extra it's not like over the top
1: yeah exactly because i feel like it's one of those things that like if i was a kid like that's how i would act like when i was a kid that's how i acted in situations it was like oh whoa wrestling's this whoa you're getting a super kick like, you, you don't say that about wrestling or, like, anything. Like, man, I remember when I was a kid and, some, like, someone really tried to fight me. And, man, in my mind, I was like, dude, I'm going to powerbomb you. Like, you're about to get powerbombed. You better really step down, boy. <laughs> so that's uh, I think that's what it is, man. I think that's why people like them. Because no, they know, know that they would do the same thing. For sure. So, so where can we find your videos? Okay, so right now I'm currently on Facebook at Anthony Cortez Haynes. Uh, I'm trying to push the YouTube harder, though, because the thing with Facebook that uh, is something that really gets under my skin is that I have X amount of followers, but that doesn't mean that X amount of followers see the video. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? so, like, right now I'm at 31,000, and I don't feel – like, it tells me – that x amount of people saw it but is that the people that follow me that saw it you get what i'm saying
0: yeah for sure like where it's like
1: what are you are you guys on facebook
0: we are and yeah we're at like something crazy too as far as followers
1: okay yeah send me your link and um i'll definitely promote this and whatnot but i'm trying to push the youtube more than anything else because and, and that is at Anthony Cortez Haynes on YouTube because I feel like at least with the subscription feed people don't get lost like it's right there if you want to see it it's right there.
0: Okay, cool. You got a, the, a Twitter? Oh right yeah, here? and then
1: Twitter, Twitter. Oh man, it's funny because I only think of those two things. Um, Twitter, Instagram at Aunt Cortez Haynes. Pretty much the same on everything, but Twitter, Instagram. Uh, I'm gonna you know start a MySpace in a few weeks. Uh, yeah, catch is me. On- Tom, is Tom too.
0: still your first friend?
1: Dude, Tom is my first friend, buddy. <laughs> Let him know. No, but no, if no. anything else new comes out, dude, I'll be on it with uh, my
0: name. Oh yeah, no, we're, I, I'm really excited that I had the opportunity to finally talk to you, Anthony. I hope to see you soon. I'm, I'm just saying, you know, August 5th CZW, August 12th House of Hardcore Icons of Wrestling.
1: <laughs> dude, you know, I might listen to this. I might. I wanted. I was thinking about this the other day. I want to start vlogging more. Yeah. And actually, like going to an event, you know what I mean? Like going and be like, oh, dude, let's just vlog this. So that could be a possibility. August 5th, I might be at the CZW show since I live pretty close.
0: You know what? It and, might and I'll shake your hand. I, I will buy your shirt. And I'll, <laughs> I'll, dude, that's yeah. what I'm talking
1: about. What the size are you? XL. Dude, I'll make sure to bring that XL. But thank you so much for having me on, Big Brother. Um, stay in contact definitely stay in contact like i said all my social medias are at Ann cortez haynes check me out on youtube anthony cortez haynes or you can get a bite-sized clip of me every monday on facebook at anthony cortez haynes
0: thank you so much anthony for joining us this has been another episode of unsanctioned and we will see you
1: soon they the day talking all the day on Got him now, put him down right now. Hit him with the palm handle. Tuning up the band, y'all don't understand. Fist the superman, it's a summer slam. Here we go again. Fans mocking man, man. I hate my balls. Shut the mission, man. And they shake the land off the cell. Fans love it, ain't hard to tell. Talking madness, awesome well. What I'm cooking, man, y'all all can smell.